Hey everyone, you're listening to episode number 23. Welcome to the Powerhouse Podcast. My name is Megan Swanson, former Miss Nebraska turned entrepreneur and expert pageant interview coach. And each week right here, we bring you a motivating conversation to help you discover just how to unlock the winner within you. Get ready for expert pageant interview secrets, life coaching strategies, and tons of personal development. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Now, let the podcast begin. Well, hello, everyone. I am so excited to be recording this podcast today, but I have to say that this podcast is a bit unusual, to be completely honest. So earlier this week, my microphone like completely pooped out on me, and um, I've been having technical difficulties, and um, we obviously didn't put out a podcast last week because I was on vacation, and it has just been a wild day. And I think it's so funny how God works when he uh, takes your plans and crumples them in a piece of paper and throws them in the trash because that is how I felt today. And, you know, honestly, I was getting a bit discouraged and frustrated. And I was reaching out to people that I thought could help me who are tech gurus with Ableton, which is the program that I use. And Ableton is not based in the U.S. And so I couldn't reach out to a helpline. They don't have a U.S. helpline. And how many of you guys know that there are just situations, whether they're in pageantry or outside of pageantry, that are just so frustrating? And sometimes we don't understand them. And sometimes we just want to rip our hair out. Well, that was my day uh, when I was trying to originally do this podcast. And I had all my show notes ready and everything ready to go. I had my social media posts up. And uh, I was not able to convert the ball down the field. So today is going to be a little bit different of a podcast. And I'm really excited because this is going to be very off the cuff. Um, Normally, I am extremely planned out. I know exactly what I'm going to talk about. And I kind of have my major points that I hit on. Um, But today, I just really wanted to talk to you guys. And I hope that's okay. Um, We've just gotten through pageant season. We're in the aftermath of June of just the craziness of everything. And um, you might be tired. You might be feeling a little lonely. You know, sometimes I feel like we forget that when we have all the attention on ourselves, um, things leading up into specifically state season, right after that, when all of a sudden the attention goes away, I remember feeling like that after my I passed on my crown to Miss Nebraska 2015 and just being like, oh my gosh, like who am I now without this pageant prep, without this goal that's before me? And it can feel kind of lonely. Um, and so I wanted to just talk to you guys a little bit today and really just encourage you. You might be wondering right now if you're gearing up for the next year, you might be, uh, you might have just aged out. You might have just aged in. I've had a couple clients this week who have asked me, you know, should I do miss this year? And I've been chatting them through that. And one of the things that I love about the way that we coach is I really empower my clients to think for themselves. And a lot of times, um, sometimes I'll even frustrate them by giving them options and then saying, okay, go, go with your, like, go pray about it. Go think about it. Um, go see what God tells you, go see what your gut tells you. And, uh, because at the end of the day, I don't want you to be codependent to my coaching. I want to train you of how to be a better person, better sister, better daughter, better citizen, better human being, better community member, better everything, um, completely on your own. Okay. Um, before we dive into this though, I'd love to share a couple wins that we had this week. Well, not this week now, two weeks ago. Um, but we have another girl going to Miss America and that is not something to be quiet about. So Jordan Hardman, our new Miss Wyoming, 
Um, she's been working on this for three years. We are so dang proud of her. She also won overall interview and uh, she's going to Miss America with Amber and Allie. So that's so exciting. We also had Rachel Warren, um, our client from Washington who got first runner up, who is an absolute gem, most incredible human being, great friend and, uh, ready to kick it for the 2020 season. So exciting. And also, um, Tally, who is in Tennessee, Tally from Tennessee, who got fourth runner up and we are so incredibly proud. She also won an onstage question prelim as did many of our other clients. So rock out to her. She did amazing. We also had Emily in Minnesota who got third runner up her first time as a miss. She was our Miss Minnesota's outstanding teen 2017. And then we also have Sophie Keeler, who's amazing and got top 10 her very first time at um, state and at, at Miss Minnesota. So, so proud of all of our girls. And uh, we just bless you for this next season. You're doing amazing. And we still don't know when Miss America is. Um, there are some rumors about a pretty random date and pretty random state that it might be in, but I will keep you guys tuned to that as we know more. So, like I said, I understand the section of life that a lot of you guys are in. And today I just really wanted to take a second to talk about what happens when things don't always go our way, um, but also just encourage you guys. And so today, um, like I said, this is a little bit off the cuff just because we had to move some things around, but it's funny how God works. And I really just feel like I'm supposed to remind a lot of you guys who you are and what you can stand on in this season of maybe walking through some disappointment maybe walking through God wrecking your plans because he's got a better one. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that picture on Instagram where um, <clears throat> Jesus is there and he has a little girl in front of him. He's kneeling down and he said, he's basically asking her to give him her teddy bear and she's really sad about it. And obviously she doesn't want to give up her teddy bear, but what she doesn't see is that Jesus has a much bigger teddy bear behind his back. And that's really the picture that I try and remember when things don't go my way. Um, because I really believe that our security in ourself and also our fellowship with God and knowing that he has our back helps us adapt when life gives us lemons. Okay. So I, that's why I've uh, named this episode encourage yourself. Okay. Cause parks and rec, first of all, is my literal favorite show of all time, partially because I got suckered into finally watching it because everyone asked me, Do you watch the show because your last name Swanson. No, I didn't. But then you're right. I watched all seven seasons in like three weeks. Don't judge me. So today I really want to affirm you guys and just help you remember that regardless of a result that you get, you're awesome. Like you guys have achieved such an incredible feat. Whenever I listen to my teens speak, you guys, I am like more dumbfounded than five of my myth contestants, no offense, speaking usually. Because I, I just think about the fact that these teens are investing their time, talent, and treasure sometimes at 14 years old in their future and becoming such eloquent speakers by 17 because they started competing in pageants at 13. Like we have to remember you guys first and foremost that yes, winning is a goal, but it's not the definement of your reality and your identity. You guys, there's so many other bubbles and spheres of influence of life. I'm walking through this in my own life right now. Sometimes we can get so fixated on one area of our life. Let's just say that it's pageants. Okay. We can get so fixated on one area of our lives that we forget that there are so many other things that can make us happy. There are so many other things that can bring us value. There are so many other things that can make us feel genuine joy. Okay. And so part of what I teach my clients a lot of times is that we really have to separate ourselves from the result of winning. It's almost like the first runner up curse that the people get sometimes 
sometimes you're so striving to win that you actually become an altered version of yourself that's not that cute and not that attractive to where it can come off as very beggy and very like, please pick me, please pick me, please pick me. One thing that we talk about with my clients all the time is that we have to come to such a place of rest as if you already know the end result, that you're just walking the easiest walk that you've ever walked, excited about the road ahead of you, but also completely relaxed because you know that you've chosen that you're going to be successful and that you've chosen that you love yourself, you accept who you are, you're really proud of how hard you've worked and almost coming to a place where that's enough for you. And then oftentimes what we see is when a girl reaches that place, then she gets the external validation of the crown. Okay. So first and foremost today, I just want to remind you that you're amazing, that you're incredibly talented, that you're doing great, and that you're doing a lot better than you think that you are. Again, we create these metrics, for example, of like winning, okay? That winning is the only metric in our head that matters. And we have to remind ourselves that, first of all, we created that metric in the first place and that without pageantry, um, that metric wouldn't exist. Okay? That metric only matters to you because you've put attention and time and investment into that metric. So at any time, you can change that metric by changing your narrative and your inner dialogue, changing the words that you speak and choosing to change to have a different perspective and to look at maybe even the same thing from a different vantage point. But I think what a lot of you guys need to hear today, and I know this because most of my clients are a 2-3 or a 3-2 on the Enneagram, which y'all all know that I'm obsessed with, or an 8-7, seven, 7-8, seven, some variation of that. If you're not, you're still amazing, don't worry. Some people are ones, some people are every other number, okay? Some people break the scale and you're probably a 10. So who knows? Go invent a new number. But I think a lot of us just need to remember that we're doing better than we think that we are. And when I do the morning formula exercise with my clients, number one thing that I see actually, is that the hardest part of that is nine times. Isn't that funny? I think oftentimes we look at super achievers or maybe state title holders or people that we look up to. And in our brains, we say, well, they've got it all together and they have a really, really great mental framework, which is true. And um, they never have a bad day and they never talk down to themselves. And we'll look at all the stuff that they've accomplished. How many of y'all know that it's a lot easier to look at the good and the bad of other people, and then to only focus on the negative of yourself. So one of the things I want to encourage you guys in today is to remember your successes, to go over and have a list of things that you've done really, really well, and that you're proud of. Um, Some of those things for me are getting a 3.85 GPA in school and college. Um, That was something that I lived a life of craziness being a music student but I've held really great grades and that ended up helping me in my pageant life, even though I didn't really know about pageants until my junior year. A lot of you guys know my story. I I competed one time at Miss Nebraska and was so fortunate enough to win and kind of get catapulted into this pageant world. And here we are five years later, but little did I know at the time that focusing on my grades and having that metric in my life would be a huge reason why I was so successful in pageantry. Um, Another huge success of my life is growing in my mental and emotional health. Um, I've grown more in self-awareness in the last two years than my entire life combined, as well as my spiritual um, closeness with the Lord and just overall fellowship. The depth of my fellowship with the Lord on a daily basis um, is just at astounding and astronomical letter, uh, letters <laughs> levels compared to even just a couple of years ago. And what's so cool about that is when we operate, and I teach my clients this, 
out of learning how to pour into ourselves more than we pour out, then seeing the overflow of how that gushes onto my clients and gushes onto the people around me, um, especially being someone who is called to women is literally the most satisfying and gratifying thing in the entire world. I consider it a very, very high privilege to um, get to do what I do, but also all of us have the ability to gush out and overflow um, positivity and love and joy and peace and all the good fruits of the spirit that we hear, which sounds really cliche, but how many of y'all know that there are certain people that you never like to be around because of the spirit that they carry? Okay. So I want to encourage you today that you are in full control of the spirit that you carry. And I'm speaking to myself, um, but going over your past successes and really telling yourself that you're strong, telling yourself, um, Hey, when I overcame that, I overcame it once so I can overcome it again. Maybe it was you traveled by yourself for the first time, or maybe you wrote a devotional one page in your journal um, and you've been wanting to write a devotional for years. Maybe you journaled consistently for seven days. Maybe you met your water intake goal for seven days. Maybe you were an includer at the lunch table and invited somebody to sit with you that normally has to sit by themselves. Maybe you connected somebody with somebody else and it just brought such joy to your heart because you knew that you were going to be able to help that person, even if you got nothing out of it yourself. Your past successes are so important to go over, even if they have nothing to do with anything that anyone else would care about. Your mental framework is your mental framework and nobody else matters, honestly, in terms of that. I read a really interesting quote um, the other day that I think offers quite a bit of perspective and it was actually written by somebody or said by somebody that was born with an extreme facial abnormality um, and also abnormality in his legs. And people have called him ugly his whole life. His mom actually almost abandoned him at birth because he had a large tumor in between his eyes on his face. And his quote says that everyone's uglier than they think and everyone's also more beautiful than they think too. And that quote just like wrecked me. That really, really hit me. Um, and I think that that's so true. We all have ugly moments. Um, and with that, I would say, remember that the people that you're comparing yourself to are actually probably have ugly moments and that you're only comparing yourself to their best. And then remember for yourself that you're more beautiful than you think too. And just because you're not someone else's cup of tea doesn't mean that you're not really, really expensive, valuable tea. They're, they've done several, several, several tests um, of people taste testing two different things uh, or using two different lotions, okay, or two different facial products. One was thousands of dollars and one was $5. And um, some people who swear that they're these connoisseurs of these different things, um, and they could tell the difference. They've done several tests, and people cannot tell the difference between a $5 bottle and a $2,000 bottle, okay? Obviously, that's not always the case. Um, they've also done that with food, actually, quite a bit, like a $100 steak and like a $10 steak. And oftentimes, people absolutely cannot tell the difference if they're both cooked well, okay? So I say that to say that the value that you place on something is the value that you place on something. Whatever value you place ends up being its value. I know I just said the same thing five different ways, but it's just like we talk about the price paid for something um, like you and Jesus died for you on the cross. The price paid for you is the price that you are. Whether you think that it is or not does not matter. If someone is willing to pay $5,000 for something at an antique shop, it is therefore worth $5,000, okay? The price of something is the price of which someone is willing to pay for it, okay? So what price are you putting on yourself? What value are you putting on yourself? 
Are you walking around with a price tag that says I'm worth $2? And then you're giving attention to anyone that will pay $2 for what you have? Are you giving it all away for $2? Are you understanding that you are a priceless, wonderful jewel that God died on the cross for, Jesus died on the cross for, even if it was only you? If it was literally only you in the entire world, he still would have had to go to the cross and die. So walk in overflow, fill yourself up. You're worth it. Wear your nicest pair of jeans. You know what? Wear a little crop top if it makes you feel cute because it's 90 degrees outside. Do your hair, put your makeup on, take a shower, get up early, um, invite someone to coffee, like go to a dinner with your girlfriends and wink at a guy from across the bar. You know what I mean? Whatever. Like if you don't do things that take you out of your comfort zone every once in a while, okay, disclaimer, in a safe way, don't be an idiot, okay? Um, but in a safe way, in a fun way, go out with your girlfriends just because you can go get dressed up just because you can, not because you're trying to catch anybody's eye. The value that you place on yourself will be the value that you, you walk in, that you talk like, that you surround yourself with. I can't tell you how many times I've talked about just today, um, how grateful I am to have people that push me every time that I've made a little bit risky of an investment in my life. It has paid off a hundredfold, you guys, in business, in my spiritual walk, in my mental and emotional walk, in my relationships. Your growth starts at the edge of your comfort zone. Maybe you've been, I talked to somebody today who said that they've been following me on social media for two years. And she said, you know, I've, I've watched a lot of coaches and I've, I've watched how they present these perfect images online. And she said, I just, I set up a call with you, which I never thought that I'd ever set up a call with a coach because I finally realized that I can't do this on my own, but you're the only person that I felt like got me before I even got on a phone call with you because you're the only one that was real to which I say, first of all, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for supporting me online and, and watching and following. And that's why I do this. But you know, she ended up being the perfect client for us. And now she's part of the powerhouse family. And that's just the beauty of how this works, you guys. And she took a leap of faith and a step in the right direction. And I believe a hundred percent that that's going to pay dividends in her own life in so many ways, other than just pageantry. You guys, God is always speaking to you about what your next step is. Sometimes we're just so self-critical and then we turn around and think that it's God as a negative voice in our head, which it's not that we get paralyzed with fear and we get paralyzed with anxiety and we get paralyzed because we're not taking a step until we think that it's perfect or that literally the clouds open from heaven when, all, when in all reality, God can't move if you're stuck. The Bible says that he needs faith and corresponding action. And so often we get so stuck in our own heads, our own worlds, our own lives, our same circle, you know, or maybe you're from a small town or you're in a sorority and it's a small group of people and no one challenges you and everybody just talks gossip about one another and you never pop the bubble. It's like that movie, The Truman Show, when they're living in this fake society and they don't realize that they've been, their whole entire society reproducing generations, everything has literally been living in like this dome their entire lives, kind of like um, the Hunger Games, if you've read the book, it was portrayed differently in the movie. Thank you very much. But the books where they're in this encapsulated false society, right? You might be living in a false society that you had literally no clue was a false society because it's become your entire reality. Okay. So in this season, I want to encourage you guys to put yourself first um, and do what's best for you. You know what? Maybe it's not best for you to compete next year. Maybe it's best for you to focus on your school, to build your platform, to build a business, to start a business, to break up with that boyfriend, to cut off a toxic friend, to distance yourself from the things that, that have hurt you, to take a season of wholeness, to heal and to get better um, physically, to, get, to become your optimal health in different areas, to invest in something 
like travel that you've always wanted to do. You guys, I want you to take this next year and encourage yourself and, and build your self-worth by doing the things that make you happy. Um, and taking that time to process after this year to really figure out what you want for your 2020 season, to figure out what you want, what's best for you. Um, I'm doing that in my own life. I do daily and weekly reviews, even in my own business life. I do monthly reviews and I have, you know, every other week I have calls with my pastors and my mentors and weekly calls with my business mentors. You guys receiving feedback in your life. And part of why I love being a coach is because that's me helping other people do what's best for them in the same way that I'm practicing that in my own life. Um, I'm not doing what's best for me and I'm not processing to the fullest capacity if I don't have other perspectives speaking into my life, helping me find those dark corners that I have not brought to light yet. Um, there are things that I just simply can't see about myself. And honestly, you guys, some of the greatest, most successful people in the entire world have the most intentional, but also um, the most in terms of probably more than the average person has of qualified people speaking into their life. If I were to uh, have you call up any of my mentors that have that I've paid an investment in oftentimes tens of thousands of dollars to speak into my life, guess what? They've probably paid $100,000. Um, I actually just figured this out the other day. I was talking to my best friend about this earlier today, but it's funny um, because I personally have invested in my own growth and I'm very transparent about this with my clients. Um, enough of one year of a private education, like so for example, Belmont where I went, I've invested in my business coaching um, over the last three years, four years, um, what it costs to go to Belmont for a whole year. And I think about that in retrospect um, because I even don't give myself enough credit sometimes of like, Megan, you started investing five grand when you were 22 years old, straight out of college because you had a dream. Okay. You know, and that's part of why we've been able to help move the ball forward with so many incredible women and why we've had so much success this year is because as a coach, I'm never going to ask you to do something that I have not done first, that I have not tested and tried, walked through in my own life, tested in my own life. Uh, you know, and even some things that I thought would work and then they wouldn't work. You know, I test all these things first and I'm walking and living this life first and I'm not perfect, but uh, I believe that true leaders have leaders in their life that are speaking into them and helping them acknowledge their weaknesses. Um, and you guys, some of the greatest leaders in the world, I would say almost all the greatest leaders in the world are some of the actual most humble and teachable people that you will ever, ever, ever meet. Okay. So I really want to take a second and bring attention to what are you thinking over yourself? I want you just to take a second, um, maybe write that down somewhere. Okay. Um, I'll post it in my stories. What are you thinking over yourself on a regular basis? Because therefore what you're thinking over yourself leads to what you're speaking over yourself, which leads to your actions, which leads to your results. Okay. They all stem from the circumstances of life, which produce thoughts, which produce emotions, actions, results. We've talked about that a million times. Okay. Um, words are also actions. So you could replace the action part of the steer method, which we talk about a lot with, uh, emotions and emotions with actions. Okay. Sorry. Words with actions, actions with words. That's what I meant. Sorry. So <clears throat> we talk about that a lot, but it is really vitally important you guys, because those thoughts lead to the emotions, which leads to the words that you're speaking over yourself. And so if you're ever wondering why your life is the way that it is, you just got to backtrack to what you're thinking over yourself because that's producing mental real estate and also affecting your soul. Okay. 
So what I want to end with today is to share with you a little bit of behind the veil of what I actually speak over myself every day and what is a part of my morning formula. And um, this is not extremely planned out. I have my morning formula in front of me right now. And I'm going to read over some of the principles that I speak over myself. And then I'm just going to pick at random some affirmations and then we're going to get out of here. So thanks so much, you guys, for listening. Um, bear with me with the audio. Hopefully it'll be fixed by next week. We'll kind of figure it out. I'm going to get on the phone with someone, darn it, from Ableton. And we're going to figure this out. Okay. So um, some of the principles that I speak over my life every day. First one, Isaiah 43, 18 through 20. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. See, I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. So good. Next one. Be a pineapple, stand tall, wear a crown, and be sweet on the inside. I'm six feet tall for those of you guys who don't know me. And that's why that means so much to me. Next, stop criticizing yourself and start controlling what you can control. Take massive and perfect action, Megan. I speak that over myself every day. Next, God is with me in every moment. He hears my cries. He's with me in the struggle and he has a path to get me where I want to go. It's a done deal that I will achieve everything that I put my mind to. I love that. Next, God first, family second, career third. Absolutely my values. Um, next, detach from the results. The results do not matter because they are lag indicators. You must focus on the lead indicators and the results will handle themselves. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Next, failure is just getting results. Human beings always act and feel and perform in accordance with what they imagine to be true about themselves and their environment. Stop measuring yourself against their standards. You are not them and can never measure up. Neither can they measure up to yours, nor should they. No comparisons. Only compare yourself to who you were yesterday. Next, focus on serving your clients well. God is within her. She cannot fail. If God is for me, who can be against me? The truth sets and makes me free. Stir up the gift of God in you today, Megan. Megan, get your hopes up today. Let your faith arise. My faith and hope are growing at a rapid rate, and fear is destroyed in my life. 2 Corinthians 10, 3 and 6. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments and every high thing that tries to exalt itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. I love that so much. Okay, now here are some more of my affirmations that I speak over myself every day. And I'm really sharing this with you guys because I want you guys to know that this isn't just BS. This isn't the stuff that I tell you to do because it tickles my ears and it's some homework I can give you. Like this legit is stuff that has helped me build a six-figure business in three years. Um, you know, and even specifically like in this last week, making more than I did in an entire year, a couple years ago. Okay. And it's not all about money, but it's about impact and influence and getting stuff done and having the self-worth to believe that you're worth more, you guys. And so for me, yeah, a measurement of that is how much money I make because that's reflective of how many more people I get to help and the capacity that I can handle and the structure of my business and the administrative you know, improvement in my business while still having a podcast and a family and pastoring people and leading a crew and doing all these things. And so I want to help you guys see behind the veil so that you're encouraged to know that you can do more 
be more, think better, feel better than you probably currently are right now. Okay. So I speak this over myself every day. I'm picking these at random. Okay. Every work day I close and book new clients. Yeah. Love sales because sales equals helping people and figuring out what's going on, helping them with their fears, alleviate their fears. Oh, it's so fun for me. Anyone who hates sales, I'm like, you're doing it wrong. It's literally just helping people and making suggestions that you genuinely think will help them or don't offer it as a suggestion. I was just talking about that with my client right before this. We changed my offer a little bit for her because I was like, yo, you don't actually need this. So I'm not going to sell it to you. And it blew her mind. Yeah, that's called authenticity. Thank you. Okay, next. I'm like a mitochondria. I'm a powerhouse and I'm full of life. Hashtag powerhouse pageantry. Okay. Um, my ideal clients find me every day. They sign up for strategy sessions daily. They love to work with me and I love to work with them. True. I am a magnet for love and friendship. Great people love me and I am a magnet for all good things. Um, let's see. I attract all good things and repel all bad things. Speak that over yourself, girl. Um, God has given me this amazing life so that I can use it in the service of his children. I can do hard things and I laugh in the face of fear. I don't run away from negative emotion. I process it, observe it with my conscious thought and get over things quickly. And so I hope I, my clients are probably laughing listening to this because like I represent this, like I'm a bold person. I'm very sure in myself, but how do you think that I got there? Yeah. A little bit is, na is naturally my personality. But like I'm, I'm putting all these things into my conscious thought every single day. I'm choosing, I'm building myself up in this. I'm telling myself how to feel. I'm telling myself that I'm strong and that's why I'm strong. Okay. That's why I can endure hard things. That's why I can handle rejection. That's why I can detach myself from results because I'm meditating on this, which means thinking on this every single day. Cool. Next. Um, I do not overreact because I am very emotionally intelligent. Who wants to grab onto some of that? Probably all y'all. Um, I'm free from the fear of mistakes and failure. Mistakes and failure are good and necessary to achieve success. I act without fear of failure and feel excited, heroic, and unstoppable. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's find some more. Ooh, I love this one. Each and every call I make, I start with an incredible level of positive expectation and prosperity. I know that right now, somewhere, someone's life is better and more prosperous because of my products and services. I feel confident and exhilarated. 100% true. Let's see. I'm going to turn the page. Some of these are different. Do, 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 do. This one's good. Um, I am a motivated and energetic person. I feel good every single day. This makes me feel he healthy, happy, and energetic. Maybe you're dealing with mental illness. Maybe you're dealing with a tough situation. That'd be a great one to speak over yourself every day. Um, I'm a happy person who is intoxicated with living. I enjoy life and life is good to me. That makes me feel happy and exhilarated. I speak my words with confidence and conviction. My words are powerful and they bring success to others when shared. I feel smart and important. I'm proud of myself and my success. I have achieved a great deal and this is just the beginning. I feel humble and honored. Love those. I'm getting jacked just saying them. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. I literally have four pages of these in case you guys are wondering what I'm doing right now. Um, I choose to be successful in every, each and every area of my life. Business is just one area of my life, but I excel at every single one of the areas. I feel gifted and honored. Love that. I have a keen capacity to learn new skills and support my success. I am a quick learner and quickly rise to the top of any field of which I choose to play. I feel gifted and entitled. Hmm. Okay. Um, 
not entitled by the way, in a bad way. Don't take that the wrong way. Don't DM me. Don't email me about that word. Okay. No, it's speaking over yourself, telling yourself that you can do it. Okay. That's all it means. Okay. Um, next one. I love being the number one pageant coach in America. I'm fully expecting by the end of this year that I will be the most influential pageant coach in the Miss America organization. And next year I fully plan to dominate like at least a third of Miss America with Powerhawks girls. And I'm not bashful about that because I want to have an impact. I want my girls to win because when they win, it means that their lives are transformed to the highest capacity. And it makes me happy to see their dreams come through more than anything else. I am invested in my clients because they're making an investment in me and I'm making an equal investment in them. Um, let's do, let's get a really good one <laughs> for this last one. <laughs> okay. I love this one. I prosper in health. I prosper in finances. I prosper in love and loving others. I prosper in relationships. I prosper in peace and I am an unstoppable human being. I feel courageous and powerful in everything that I do. Love that. Love that so much. So there you have it, guys. Um, I know today was kind of a modge podge of things, but I, I feel good about this. I feel really good about it, and I think it'll help y'all. Um, as always, if you have any questions, let me know. Um, we're onboarding people for the 2020 season, so all those links are in the show notes. If you go to powerhousepageantry.com forward slash podcast forward slash 23, you can get all the goodies on here. Um, otherwise, as always, subscribe to iTunes. I'd love if you guys left us a positive review as to how this has impacted your life. Or if you don't want to be public and you just want to send us an email, we'd love to hear. Like, I'd love to hear um, what has meant the most to you or like even what takeaways you have from this. And last thing I'll say, go back over this and speak those affirmations over yourself. If you want some more, um, I literally have like 400 of them that I pepper through and speak about a hundred of them a day. So love you guys so much. Listen to the end of this. If you want to join the inner circle, we're onboarding for 2020 and we'll see you next week. If you're ready to take your pageant life to a whole new level, make sure to join us in the powerhouse inner circle where personal development meets pageantry. Each month, for less than the cost of one coaching session with me, you'll get all my best coaching strategies through two live group coaching sessions, a companion guide to make it stick, and a community to grow with during your pageant prep. Head on over to powerhousepageantry.com forward slash inner circle to learn more and to see if there's a spot for you. Finally, thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I know life is busy and that you may be listening on your commute, at the gym, or while cooking in between classes. We love helping you unlock the winner within you. And if you love this podcast, it would mean the world to us if you'd subscribe. If this episode really hit home for you, don't hesitate to let us know on Instagram by screenshotting this episode and sharing it to your story or by texting it to that one friend who really needs to hear this. It's all about spreading sisterhood and helping other powerhouse women like yourself grow. And remember, if you're ready to go all in on your pageant prep and to link arms with other achievers who want to win their pageants and win in life, our powerhouse inner circle could be the place for you. For questions, to work with us, or for topics you'd like us to cover, email info at powerhousepageantry.com and we'll be in touch. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week.